Welcome to Ginger Spice and Filipino Rice, Season 2, Round 2. All right, guys, this could possibly be a two-parter. We are going to see how long and strong this season is, or at least this episode is. Um, We are going to talk about 11 strong attempts at murder. And it says 11 women, but it's actually more than 11 women who basically survived these um, crazy serial killers. So we are going to honor these crazy women, these strong women, uh, today on episode two. I am kind of scared. I am too. But you know what? These are badass bitches. So I want to honor them. So anyways, without further ado, Ginger Spice, Filipino Rice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, after we had a super fun, super laughy, mm-hmm. um, really typical ginger spice intro, we're just going to tone it down immediately. Sorry yeah. about that. No, it's fine. <laughs> it's totally fine. We'll try you know, not to sex laugh and murder. This one. Yeah. Sex and murder. That's what pays. That's yeah. what we talk about, we right? Like so, um, no, I just, I don't know. I just, we were researching and you and I never talk about what we're going to research. And I just came across... Um, I don't know, these women that just kind of inspired me, I guess, that, you know, we talk about a lot of times you hear about true crime and people who have been murdered and we talk about their stories, but we don't really talk about the survivors who sometimes are the reason these um, serial killers especially have been caught. So um, these were 11, it's, it's by Ranker.com and it's 11 women who survived murder attempts. But as I was going through these 11, there's actually more than 11 um, because, um, it's really like 11 scenarios because some of them have multiple women per scenario. Okay. Um, so we are going to go through these each. Um, we may get through half today and then do another episode and split it up. But we'll just see how we get through it and how it flows. If we get through all of them today, great. If not, we may actually do a third episode um, or episode three, split this into two. Um, so we'll we'll go with it. We'll see Sound how it good? goes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So our first young lady... And a lot of these ladies you're going to find out are very young, um, which is really sad. But I think that they prey on these younger women. So her name is Mary Vincent. And Mary was 15 years old. And this happened on September 29th, 1978. And Mary, um, as a lot of people did in the 70s and 80s, accepted a ride from a 51-year-old Larry Singleton. Fucking Larry. (laughs) Fucking Larry. Yeah. <laughs> Bad. So Larry, this actually shocked me right from the get, um, raped her, mm-hmm. cut off both of her forearms. Wait, so like, like skinned it or? Oh, no, he just cut them off with an axe. Oh. Oh. Which is, you know, like, it's extreme. It's, this whole thing is extreme. Okay. It's already awful, That's right? Horrible. Yes, horrible. it's awful. And then tossed her body off a 30-foot cliff what an amazing guy he's just a really great guy you yeah. know to do to a 15 year old i hope um, bad things happen to him so mary without her forearms pulled herself back up the cliff no with like her stubs yeah like her things yep okay she's kind of awesome uh, i think we can establish that mary is 
amazing. A fucking badass. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. Oh my God. I couldn't even imagine it. I couldn't even imagine it. I mean, honestly, if you cut my finger off, I would not be able to pull myself up the cliff. If you're throwing me off a cliff, I'm not pulling myself <laughs> up the cliff. A cliff so. I mean, Mary's a badass. Yeah. yeah. It's like legit. Mary is awesome. Wow. Um. So, yeah, she eventually got help and pulled herself all the way back up the cliff, got help from a passing motorist who took her to the hospital and eventually was able to basically single him out, singleton out, mm-hmm. who was convicted of rape, obviously kidnapping attempted murder mayhem i didn't know you could be convicted of mayhem i'm surprised we're not in jail already for i know that. oral sodomy mm. and he was given the max sentence at the time of 14 years and four months this is the shitty thing of this time fucking terrible oh no it's it, but wait there's more oh god okay. so he was only so he was only he only served eight years of that for good behavior? Uh, yeah, probably. Because this is like the really disgusting, like almost male-driven society we had lived in for a while. Sorry, I'm going to be a little sexist no, right now. No, it's okay. <laughs> it's acceptable. It's, it's really, it, this, like some of these things really piss me off because yeah. um really grinds my gears because you see that. So he gets out, okay? So then in 1997, February 19th, 1997, after yeah. they let this motherfucker out, he was found covered in blood and the lifeless body of another victim, Roxanne Hayes, mother of three. Um, after that, he was given the death sentence, but died in prison in 2001. So it took him actually killing somebody to finally put the motherfucker in jail. So chopping off a 15-year-old's arms, raping her and tossing her off a 30-foot cliff was not enough. Because she didn't die. I mean, she didn't die, die. Right. She so just almost died. Why not just give him 14 years and then... After eight, be like, yeah, you can go. I mean, Why shit, not? he must be okay. It sounds like he's perfectly sane to me. Yeah. Yeah, he's definitely not going to try again. I wish I knew how he died in prison. Like, I hope it was a horrible, horrible, horrible death. I really hope they chopped members of his body off. Lots of them. All of them. I'm I'm down. I'm, I, I, yeah. If we could redo it, I really hope somebody did, because he's a terrible human being. So do we know anything about the young lady that this happened to um, now? I mean, I, I'm sure she does, like, survivor speaking type stuff, maybe. I and... think she does. I, I, I do know that she played an integral part of how he was convicted for Roxanne Hayes. She did basically a lot of the... Um, uh, sent, she was at the sentencing hearing, which, I mean, how brave of her after her own situation to go back against the the very guy who tried to kill her, clearly. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, he's he doesn't do this just to attempt to murder her. He was trying to obviously murder her right. as well. So, um, yeah. yeah, so Mary is definitely a badass bitch. When I, so the first one I did, I was like, holy hell, I don't even know if I want to do all these. But she is amazing strong wonderful and she put helped to put away a terrible person and really honestly it it it's the system that failed her to be honest it led to roxanne being murdered later because if it wasn't for them letting him out and honestly he only had a few more years anyways he probably would have gone on to kill anyways but still it just the way it went down was just nasty 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 and the fact that they're only going to give him 14 years for Regardless. attempted murder. Right. I mean, clear and nasty that what he did. I mean, cutting somebody's limbs off. It just is so That's bad. Terrible. Yeah. Terrible, yeah. Really, terrible. really terrible. So. So, yeah. That, let's start this off real friendly. He, Sorry. Yeah, he's kind of a dick. He's awful. He's awful. And we want to cut his member off. Yes, please. So our second victim, um, strong ass 
motherfucking bitch. She's awesome. Is Lisa McVeigh Nolan. So you're going to find a theme here. This one is 17 years old. Um, on November 3rd, 1984. So I would have only been um, like one, almost two. Um, she was kid- kidnapped by a guy named Bobby Joe Long. Um, and Bobby um, tied her up, blindfolded her and raped her at gunpoint for 26 hours. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. So this lady is brilliant, by the way. So as terrible as this whole ordeal was, she was blindfolded, right? So she could not see his face at all. But during his raping, she felt his face and she made mental notes of like all the pock marks in his face, his mustache, and she made sure to leave fingerprints all over his bathroom to prove that she was there to the cops. That's which is genius. Fucking brilliant, because right? I'm sorry, if I'm tied up and being raped for 26 hours at gunpoint, I'm not going to think, think of, of that feeling stuff. him up to feel right. like to mentally think of that. That's so genius. She did this so she could give a very good detailed description. She um, managed to g- convince him to release her, saying that she cared for her ill father that relied on her for help. And she obviously went straight to the police, gave a very detailed um, description of this guy. Mm -hmm. They went straight to him. And, of course, um, they were able to find him. They were able to find her fingerprints. And because of this, um, and they found he also had, he was a serial killer. He had murdered multiple women. Um, He was given the death penalty uh, for his crime, serial killings. And what was really awesome about this lady in particular, um, she became um, Hillsborough's County Sheriff's deputy. Oh, so she, I mean, honestly, she used this experience to rise above. I think a lot of us, you know, 26 hours of basic torturing, you know what I mean? Um, would have PTSD and like hole up. That would be me. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not strong enough. For no, that. no. So here's this lady like goes on to be an advocate for women, um, a sheriff's deputy. Like she, she goes on the rest of her life to advocate. Good for her. So she's awesome. So Lisa McVeigh Nolan, you are a superstar. You are. Yeah. An absolute rock star. She That's, really, really is. I, so I, I just am baffled by these. I'm no, like, I no, I know. Like I said, this is, again, a turn. I'm sorry. It's not as funny, but I just no, want to honor these women. It's interesting. It's sad. It's scary. It's, it's and they deserve to be. Yeah. Well, and I think we again, we don't think about the things that we would do in these situations. I sure the hell would not think like if I was blindfolded to feel the person's face. So I would have like this muscle memory of what they look like and to be able to help somebody if I were able to survive it. And I certainly wouldn't have thought fingerprint, fingerprint everywhere. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. To prove just in case I didn't survive, like, or just to prove that I was there, you know, um, I don't know, just brilliant. Absolutely yeah. brilliant. Yeah, good. Woman, especially for that time. So um, our uh, third lady on the list is Enitria Washington. Um, this lady was a, one of our older ladies on the list. She was 30 years old. Um, you hear that? She was 30 and I called her older. Oh, older and, and I'm gonna almost be 40. 40. Yeah. So, yeah, thanks for reminding Nobody's going to steal your ass. Nobody's going to steal me. No. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, nah, nah, she's old. No, no it's not no. happening. But uh, this lady uh, was 30 years old in 1989. So she actually reluctantly accepted a ride from a um, guy named Lonnie Franklin Jr. And again, he was also... Um, a a serial killer we would find later um i did read more i didn't write it down but he 
he made he was making racial comments to her how like this is why you don't help black women because they're rude to you and so basically she accepted a ride because he was harassing her which to prove that she wasn't being snobbish which i you know it's sad that he convinced her for i don't know he's just an he was asshole the racism yes he was a fucking dick okay so yeah. anyways um he of course on his ride home or giving giving her his ride home he had to stop his uncle's house conveniently and then without warning shot her in the chest oh my gosh um she tried to flee but then he threatened to shoot her again um Being shot in the chest i'm not i just played dead yeah yeah i know or i know scream and horror i know well being shot in the chest wasn't enough. He decided to rape her. Um, and then he took a picture of her bleeding out and then oh, raped her again. Oh, my God. Yeah. So raping her one time wasn't enough. Um, and then he just pushed her out into the street. I did read later that as he pushed her out into the street, she said if she died, she was going to haunt his ass, which I loved. Good. I love that she was just yes. like, you motherfucker. Yeah. If I, I die, I'm after you. Yes. And so, um, but uh, I guess she was barely conscious. Obviously, she'd been shot and bleeding out. But she managed to get to a friend's house. Um, she got her medical care. Um, it took two fucking decades to get this motherfucker. Are you serious? Not even kidding. That's terrifying for her, mm-hmm. for all the other women that mm-hmm. are in this area. Yep. That's so terrifying. So this guy was dubbed the Grim Sleeper. Hmm. Um, he wasn't found or he wasn't caught until um, with the help of familial DNA. So we know this is a new technology. So obviously it took forever. Um, and he was convicted of murdering 10 victims between 1985 and 2007. Oh so this guy, this that was his kind of MO. He would like shoot and rape and just leave him off on the side of the road. But really nasty. But she was one of the survivors, kind of awesome that she survived and, yeah. and kind of stood up to him even despite like him shooting her and <laughs> like do, and raping her and kidnapping her and, and everything taking else. pictures he's awful yeah what a sick 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 guy yes <laughs> yes he's awful 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 um our fifth person cindy um actually i think we are going to get through all these ladies today uh cindy is um her last name is cindy paulson she is another young lady 17 years old and again i think about how old i was or not not only how old i was at 17 how my thinking was you know what i mean right I was a child. I was so young. And I mentally too, just like definitely not thinking the way these ladies were thinking. You know what I mean? Right. To I don't know, to just be able to think to to do the things these guys did to survive. But um yeah, she was 17 years old on June 13, 1983. Um she is a actually I've I've actually heard a podcast about this motherfucker, but she is abducted by Robert Hansen, who was later called the Butcher Baker. Have you ever heard about this guy? I don't think so, but I have a feeling I know where we're going with this. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll tell you about this, I'll, then I'll tell you a little bit about the backstory. They've actually done movies about this guy because um, he's this disgusting. So anyways, he took her to his home. Um, he chained her up and subjected her to, quote, unquote, terrifying acts of rape, torture, and sexual assault. Which... Um, any act of rape, tor- torture, or sexual assault is it's be terrifying, terrifying, right? So now they're emphasizing that it's terrifying. That's why I quoted it because I'm like, all of it's terrifying. So what the hell did this motherfucker do? Right. right? So um, they he basically forced her after all this, after all this, he forced her into his vehicle, drove her to the airport, and attempted her to get into his private plane. Now, she was smart enough to know that if she got into that plane, her she, ass was dead. Yeah. She knew it. And I know from listening to a podcast somewhere that – she just knew that was, like, going to be bad. She had this gut feeling. She went with her gut. He kept telling her, if you just go over here, um, over on this plane with me, then I'll release you. 
Oh, he was going to release her. I'll tell you more about that in a minute. Oh, gosh. But um, still cuffed, she flagged, uh, she basically ran off, flagged down a passing motorist who took her to safety. Um, this is another one of those situations where it's disgusting how the police handled this. Mm-hmm. Um, she immediately reported it um, to the police, the abduction and the rape, gave info that led, I mean, detailed info that led to his door. However, he was a local bakery, uh, bakery owner. He was very wealthy, very well oh. known in the neighborhood. Um, and he convinced police that she was trying to extort him for money. Oh. Um this one, again, I don't quote me 100%. I didn't get it from this research, but I do believe I heard on the podcast, like, he even had, like, alibis lie for him that he was where he – he was somewhere he where wasn't. he was supposed to be. But, but yeah. later they would come back and tell the truth. What he did, if again, don't quote me, I, I think I heard this from a podcast. What he did was he would take them to this. This is in Alaska, by the way. He'd take them in this remote place in Alaska. He would drop them off and hunt them. Oh like fucking God. animals. Yes. So he, they found like other women's bodies in, on this island in Alaska oh where he God. hunted them. So it was like a sport for him. He would rape them, torture them, take them on his plane to this island and then hunt them. That's So yeah, horrible. he would let them go, but, but just for sport. Just hunt oh them. Oh my God. And then they were probably still. So terrifying fucking terrifying yes yes this guy is a monster um he kept like charms i think that's how they later found you know that all these serial killers have their weird quirks but he was arrested for committing multiple murders obviously and giving like given life in prison um he died of natural causes in 2014 do we know how long it took them to because it convinced the police that she was trying to extort him so how long until they finally were like yeah this guy's full shit you know i again i i didn't do detailed research on this but i don't think it took much longer i think she was essentially the whistleblower that finally got this guy caught um i think that's why these these um stories are the ones that stand out um because all the other women obviously didn't get away um but i know i don't think it was much longer after yeah and i honestly thought when you were saying the butcher baker i thought maybe he was like killing them and then butchering them and baking yeah them. That's yeah what i was like what that's yeah. why i was like oh i think i know where we're going but no that took no way no i think it's just he was a a very like loved baker in town but he was butchering them meaning he was like hunting them down and that's so terrible it's yeah. really disgusting and you know you've i've heard i've heard books made of like people that hunt other people and and things like that and i think you know kind of maybe spun off of this um idea but it's pretty pretty gross that's disgusting it is, is what that absolutely is. gross so um whitney bennett she's our sixth lady um six strong powerful so lady oh yeah this is another young young lady 16 years like old in the 80s early 70s 80s yes Interesting. it is it is i mean it was a time of the i mean the serial killers truly i think they reigned supreme during this time um but um this is a she was 16 in june july 5th 1985 um if you don't know this name um already then you don't really listen to true crime but richard ramirez is the night stalker oh my um, gosh i totally there's a documentary about this yes on, uh, i think netflix yes yes i've not watched it yet but oh, i mean girl. i know the name and it's Dude nasty is creepy yeah so um he entered her bedroom through an unlocked window so if you watch the documentary you probably know her story mm-hmm. um he attacked her with a tire tire iron and strangled her um, she did regain consciousness, um, screamed for her parents who got medical help to save her life. Um, he stole some of her jewelry and left a bloody 
uh, footprint, which the law law enforcement used to link him to other crimes. Um, in 1989, he was convicted of multiple counts of murder, sexual assault, and attempted murder. Obviously, he almost killed her. He didn't get her. Um, and then he was sent to, sentenced to death, but he did pass um, in 2013 due to complications from B-cell lymphoma. I do not feel sorry for him. I really wish God, like no. these guys would die a more horrible a really death. Really horrible. Like, mm-hmm. Something should be terrible, but I feel like this is the guy that was like, we might need to do a whole podcast just on this dude because mm-hmm. when I watched the documentary, it was terrifying. Like He would take the children and stack like dishes on top of them so if they tried to move mm-hmm. then he would just kill their parents right in front of them oh or vice versa they would do that to the kids he'd go in and do horrible things to the kids and then if the parents moved and he heard the dishes like crashing he'd just kill the kids. i mean he was an absolute psycho i know i know he was terrible i know um there's another serial killer that did that too which is awful um serial rapist that did that as well which is terrible it's, terrible terrible these guys are disgusting they're, they're crazy yeah um, this is where I say that this is more than 11. So this is one with multiple uh, women. And this is a Ted Bundy situation. And we all know Ted all Bundy. Know Ted Bundy. <laughs> Good Lord, do we know him. Um, these are three women uh, that survived Ted Bundy. Um, Kathy Kleiner, Karen Chandler, and uh, Sherry Thomas. Um, on January 15th, 1978, Ted Bundy broke into a Florida State University sorority house. Um, I did not know this. I didn't watch his documentary. No, but you didn't. Mm-mm. It's... It's pretty it's nasty, bad, yeah. yeah. Um, he brutally, brutally attacked four young members of Chi Omega, which is a, obviously a sorority. Um, he did successfully murder two of those women uh, of the four, Margaret Bowman and Lisa Levy. Um, but Kathy uh, Kleiner and Karen Chandler survived the violent assaults. Uh, I guess shortly after this, I don't know if it was the same night. You may know better than I do, or if it's it was been several a days. Since I've seen it, but I think it was like a different. I don't think it was the same. Yeah, night. I yeah. Don't think. I guess it was it wasn't long after um, he broke into a nearby apartment of uh, Sherry Thomas, another Florida State University student, bludgeoned her repeatedly. Um, I guess she was like aspiring to be a dancer, which is super duper sad. Mm -hmm. Um, She survived, but she was left with permanent damage, obviously could not dance, um, which is awful. So he obviously this was like towards the end of his killing spree, I guess. Like Mm -hmm. he must have been desperate because he was like going after these like students. And and it was in a very... um tight community yeah so it yeah wasn't like he was like hopping in the car and going cities away it was like all yeah and i didn't again you may know more yeah. about it because you watched it i didn't um but i noticed it was like back to back i'm like oh shit he was getting like really bad yeah. at this point um I, and then it said he killed his final victim who's 12 which made me mm. sick as hell uh kimberly leach before he was um apprehended in 1978 uh in february so i mean this is like right back to back um, and he was pulled over for driving a stolen vehicle. So yep. he got really fucking reckless um, and convicted of multiple murders and obviously given the death penalty. I did not realize he was executed by electric chair. I don't think I knew that either. Yeah, so I didn't realize I don't that. Know but why I thought he died of natural causes. That actually or makes too. me fucking happy. That makes me Love happy it. too. And I will say so, um, mm-hmm. I don't want to glorify and I'm not talking about the glory hole. Um, they should have glorified. <laughs> they should have. Um, the movie is good. Is it? And I, but well, I know Zac Efron plays. Um, and it's hard. So I have a hard time with it because I realize it. It does glorify. The, I mean, because I knew he was good looking, and they have this beautiful man playing exactly Zac or playing um him. But it's hard because they glorify the man. 
where you want to feel bad for them almost. Like, yeah, yeah. And it's like these women. It's like I, I, I feel like sometimes it's women like Kathy Kleiner, Karen Chandler, Cherry Thomas, um, you know, Kimberly Leach. Those are the women I want their, them to be famous because they are the ones who, you know, they're the stories we should be hearing about. You right. know, their memories, their stories, not – the monster that's that you know created their stories i don't i don't know yeah and it's and i know that there was some backlash over it because zach efron is super attractive um and he didn't play he didn't seem very crazy or um out of his mind or anything in the movie so the movie is good but you get mad at yourself towards the end because you're almost like you feel sorry for the serial killer kind of yeah and actually i think you were here when i we was were here watching it and my it. mom was mm-hmm. here and i remember my mom saying um that she didn't have the look of the young ladies that he was going after. So I guess her mom told her, like, oh, don't worry. He's not going to come after you. You don't have that blonde hair and mm-hmm. the, you know, petite little figure or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, that makes you feel like shit. But at the same time, you're like, well, that's a good thing. Thank God for that. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, no, I, I did. I remember seeing the end of it with you. But I've had a hard time because I think I've talked to you guys. And I'm like, I don't want to like a serial killer. You know what I mean? I don't want to. I know there's another one coming out um, that has to do with. um, Oh, who's the one that ate people? God, I know. Jeffrey Dahmer. Jeffrey Dahmer. I know there's one coming out about him, too. And you're interested because it's like this whole awful story. But at the same time, it's like, gosh, are they almost glorifying and almost creating repeat offenders? You know what I mean? That Mm -hmm. might want to repeat their stories. So, yeah, they need um, to do it with with the more graphic to it you know to make it disgusting yeah Yeah. so you can be like oh this is horrible and you don't want to feel bad for For them them. yeah Yeah. because they're terrible yeah and they need to make it more victim-based you know Mm -hmm. what i mean and um yeah this was kind of like a love story and hey look i'm supposed to be a lawyer and i'm going to stand up for myself in trial and yeah present myself and look i can escape and i can do like he jeffrey or um not jeffrey Dahmer, ted bundy was People loved him. Yeah. So they would have never guessed at all because he was like a charmer. So that's the only problem I had. The movie was good, but at the end, you almost kind of feel sorry for him. Right. You don't want to feel that way. Which is why I've not watched it yet. I've had a hard time. Yeah. Um, Our victim, or not victim, actually, our superhero, um, number eight, Marcella Claxton. This lady was 20 years old on May 9th, 1978, when she was attacked by another serial killer, Peter Sutcliffe. This was nasty, too, girlfriend. Um, This guy hit her on the head with a hammer multiple times, and this was awful. Um, As she bled out, he uh, masturbated over her body, then stuck money in her hand, which was awful, before fleeing the scene. Um, She somehow uh, survived. Um, and managed to crawl to a phone booth and call for help. Uh, she had to have over 50 stitches and undergo undergo actual brain surgery to survive. Is that over 50 or 750? No, greater than 50. Oh, okay, sorry, gotcha. greater than 50 stitches. Um, she was four months pregnant when he attacked her, oh. and she did suffer a miscarriage uh, because of the attack, which is makes me hate him more. Yeah. Um, he went on obviously to murder several more women before his capture in 1980. So obviously he attacked her in 76. He continued to kill um, until 80. He was dubbed the Yorkshire Ripper. So, um, you know, this is um, over across the seas. Um, He was given a life sentence for his attacks. Thank God. But yeah, um, he was really gross. I feel like a life sentence isn't even enough. Like you no. made her lose her baby. She had to have brain surgery. Like you we should her be with a hammer. I kind of feel like you should be able to beat him with a hammer. I feel like and yes. take, cut off his penis. I feel the same way. These guys that do these horrible things or women that do these. Horrible I actually things, do think if you rape and murder, you should be able to cut their penises off. I, I feel like that's only fair. I agree. 
100%. So let's start the cut off your penis bill. I'm down. I'll be the first sign. Yes. Signature. Yes. We should call it the Jonah bill. Wow. Poor Jonah. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Jonah. Oh, Jonah. We're not going to cut off his Yeah, we, we're not going to cut. That, that's just for the, the phallus research Museum. center. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll whatever. For whatever. But um, yeah, I mean, I've always thought that too. Like, good for them that they've done these horrible things. They get to go sit in prison get meals each day they have some place to sleep if they're lucky they get to go out and play basketball and they or probably get to do ejaculate into their whatever but no you shouldn't be able to have pleasures and things you shouldn't like get that anything like that when you're doing these horrible things no you should have your wiener cut off yes and shoved in your mouth and you should have a broomstick shoved up your asshole because you know what you took somebody else's you know whatever and they don't deserve that so no, you shouldn't get to live a life of quote quote luxury in prison while these People are suffering. No, and, agreed. Yeah, it's disgusting. It is. I don't like it. Not at all. Mm-hmm. Um, victim number nine, who our survivor, uh, Rebecca Gard, she was a 20-year-old in November 1982. Uh, she was walking home from Seattle when she accepted a ride from Gary Ridgway. Do you know who Gary Ridgway is? I do. The Green River Killer. Yes, we found out much later, sadly. Um that Gary Ridgway was the Green River Killer. It took forever to find this yeah. guy. Um, this actually kind of threw me. I'm not going to lie, but I, I, I'm not here to judge. Um, she was a telemarketer. So he gave her a ride. She was a telemarketer. But he offered her money to have sex, and she agreed. Okay. So, I mean, I don't know. Maybe she was hard up. I'm not going to judge a lady. Um, but we all know that that was his MO. He believed in picking up hookers. That was his thing. Right. Um. She did have enough sense to make him show his employee ID, which I'm like, go, girl. Yeah. Go, right. girl, Right, at least see something. Yes. Um, after, obviously, he got out of his truck, he attacked her. He forced her to the ground, um, attempted to strangle her. Uh, she is the only survivor, I believe. She managed to get free, ran to a nearby home for help, and I, she says she left him with his pants around his ankles, which kind of makes her. me giggle. Yeah. Um, she did not report the assault for two years, um, and this was due to sex work being Ill- illegal in Washington. And you got to think in 82, um, again, women were not treated very well by police, especially right when, if they were considered to be sex workers. They're not going to – they're not – even though you could go to the police and just be like, I was assaulted, if he – if Ridgeway would have been like, oh, no, she was selling herself for money – even if he was in trouble too, she that she would just be, you know, it's just sad how right. women or were just don't say that he took I, money from. I know yeah. exactly, exactly. So I hate that she was scared like that for so long. And yeah, I think actually, I I was just when I was trying to figure out how to say her name, um, I was um, when I listened, she kept seeing people dying, and that's when she finally came forward about it. So. Um, Ridgeway wasn't arrested until 2001. He was convicted of murdering 49 teenage girls and women and given multiple life sentences. And we're not even sure. I don't think that that's all that he killed. Probably not. And multiple life sentences, to me, that means nothing. So what, you get four life sentences, but you clearly only get one life that we know of. Yeah. And so that means nothing to me. Like, yeah. And they, I think they did take away the, um... The electric chair because they think it's mm-hmm. inhumane and i'm right. like you know what they're doing to these people are inhumane as well so oh yeah oh yeah I, the torture and the yeah who yeah. cares yeah not lethal injection because that no. just is quick and easy so yeah i don't like it yeah i know there yeah i at the very least you know maybe his surviving victim should be able to 
cut off his wiener. I'm, ba- I'm back to that. Yeah, I'm I like down. it. Yeah. I like it. So our um, tenth survivor here is Corazon Amaro. Amaral. I, like I apologize if I can't say that. Um, this is a terrible story, and I'm sorry in advance. This one's really, really bad. Okay. Um, July 14th, 1966, uh, Richard Speck broke into a Chicago townhouse shared by several student nurses, and he murdered all of them inside except for her. Do we know? Okay, maybe yes. we'll get to that. Okay, go ahead. She hid under the bed while he took eight of her fellow nurses one by one into another room where he strangled or stabbed them to death. Um, after raping and murdering the last one, Gloria Davy, his final victim, um, he, he fled the crime scene but was arrested a few days later. Um, what made me sick when reading this is that she got to listen to him rape and murder uh, each of them one at a time. Yeah. Um, which would be awful. Yes. And, and the fact is she probably was terrified and honestly saved her own life, I, understandably, by hiding. Right. Otherwise, she would be one of the victims. Um, he, the way he got caught, um, she obviously gave a detailed description. Um, I, uh, they did a sketch of him. But he actually tried to kill himself, which... Fucking pussy. Cowardly as fuck, yeah. right? Um, he was admitted to a Chicago hospital where a doctor recognized him from a, the sketch. That she oh. helped create. Okay. Um, so because he tried to kill himself and because of her amazing sketch, that's how he got put away. And, um, of course, sentenced to life in prison. He died of a heart attack in 91. I hope that. that I hope that was horrible. Heart I hope attack. it was the I worst ever. suffered and suffered and suffered. And But, yeah, I don't know what possesses you to just go break into a home and just do those awful things. Yeah, I I guess I don't. I mean, well, because we're not serial killers or crazy we're not. people. I mean, we're crazy and we're like perverted, but we're not not serial killers. No, so. that's ugh. and this is our last survivor, um, and she's pretty badass too. This is Russia, um, and it, I I don't know, it's just kind of weird because it just everything the Russian the everything everything's going on over there. But this is a one badass Russian lady. Um, she was 19 years, 19 years old and pregnant when um, she was attacked on February 23rd, 2002. Um, she had actually ran into her boyfriend's acquaintance, Alexander Pichuchkin, at a metro station in Moscow, Russia. Um, she had actually gotten into an argument with her boyfriend. So she had agreed to go with Alexander to look at, quote unquote, black market electronics in a nearby park this is where shit gets kind of crazy and this is where i'd be like yeah Yeah, maybe maybe i shouldn't do this uh he opened a manhole (laughs) this is about the time i'd be like "Eh, i don't know about this yeah no thanks i'm good um where he uh said the electronics were allegedly kept okay yeah yeah um but when obviously she went to look, uh, he threw her in, mm-hmm. which is what I expected. Right. Uh, repeatedly hit her head against the concrete sides of the well. That's terrible. Yeah. Um, she fell 20 feet into the sewage pipe, almost drowned by being pulled by the current under in the underground system. Um, and then he closed the manhole. <laughs> to leave her there. Yeah. He, was, she was, he, he thought she was dead. She probably. was like, she was good as dead to him. Yeah. Um, so she was strong. She's pregnant. She eventually was able to climb the metal ladder, uh, dislodge the heavy manhole cover enough that a woman that was walking by uh, saw and was able to get two security guards to help pull it the rest of the way off. That's awesome. I don't think I could do that now. 
pull off. Right. All those things are heavy. They're as well. really heavy. So, and I just, you know, honestly, a higher power uh, that a woman walked by. What do they call that? Fight or flight? Yes. Right? And then yes. They say your adrenaline and everything. Yes. So good for her. Yeah. So she and her baby survived. So this one made awesome. me happy because after that last one, I was just like, oh my gosh, another baby. Um, so this is another one that fucking pissed me off. Um, he wasn't arrested. Oh, because why should he be? Um, it, yeah, he was not arrested for attempted murder. Instead, she was forced by an officer to sign an official statement that said she, quote unquote, accidentally fell into the well. No. I'm not even fucking kidding. How were you forced to that? Like, were they? I'm not kidding. They fucking forced her. her. Or... The officer forced her. What? What? Who is this guy? Like, was he someone important? I, was he... He's just a dude. Okay. Just a fucking dude. So anyways, as the story would go, this motherfucker is a serial killer. Duh. Um, he killed at least 49 people between 1992 and 2006. So if he had been stopped after uh, Vera Chava's attack. In 2002. Correct. Multiple lives could have been saved. Oh. So that officer's an asshole. And he deserves to go to jail, too. Yeah. In my opinion. And let's cut his penis off as well. Sure. Let's just just cut off all kinds of penises. Yeah. Um, In 2007, uh, this asshole was sentenced to life in prison. Um, Actually, I love this. I kind of wish we did this in the state. Uh, The first 15 years, he has to do solitary confinement. I love that, too. I'm like, that's where they go crazy. But you do realize that is exactly right now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 2007 so, to 15 years, that's right now. So he's out of solitary, but he's probably fucking crazy. I mean, I think that they should do that as well. They mm-hmm. should just torture them. And if that's the solitary. But then he's life in prison from there. Well, but yeah. Right. If they do the solitary confinement. I don't know. I mean, I know that they used to be about the electric they say, care. They said, are we sentence, in America are like, oh, that's that's awful. That's inhumane. inhumane. I'm like, do you know what they just did to these people? But the these um, animals they or... don't have humanity. Like they've no. lost their humanity by murdering right yeah this is horrible this is horrible mm-hmm. horrible these people are just horrible and I, i'm not gonna say like i have friends that are police officers and i know that they can help with a lot of things and um you know these are just a few cases it sounds like we're just the misguided help. Yeah. yeah but um i really wish that more of them would would listen and help and well and this is awful to to know clearly that she was not she did not accidentally fall into the well right yeah that, that just just absolutely bananas. and her head was bashed from yes. side to side so what she just did that when she fell yeah exactly and she could not have put the manhole on top of herself obviously no. two security guards it just absolutely bananas the whole thing was bananas when i read it and i when i read that she was forced by an officer i was like oh my gosh i hate this officer so fucking bad. yeah yeah did he so, get do we know if he got in any kind of trouble or i anything? didn't i didn't read anything along the lines um beyond that but yeah it was um yeah so these cases both infuriated me and made me so fucking proud of these women because woman power they're so strong and they're survivors and a lot of these women because of their survival are the reason these men got put away a lot of them their testimonies later unfortunately because he didn't get put away till later but it was their testimonies that were so strong um that helped to seal the deal i guess you can say um later in life um even for like the gary ridgeway situation it was later that helped um these women's testimony helped put these guys away. So have you ever watched, um, there is a, I, it's a TV show and it's called, I almost, I almost died or I, some, I survived. I don't know. It's something about mm-hmm. how they survived, but there are a lot of stories similar to this and it could be men, women, kids, whatever. Um, 
not all of them are about being murdered or kidnapped. Oh, wow. Some of them are, you know, I got stranded out in the wilderness for a week and oh, survived Lord by this. Mercy. Yeah. Yeah. But um, there are some where there are are people that are being held hostage or have been shot or have been their throats been cut and they just found this strength from within and made it to like the police station or to the neighbor's house or whatever and um when i watched that i'm just like how and then their thought process you know one lady was in um a guy's house she had been kidnapped for like six days and he just repeatedly raped her raped her Mm -hmm. raped her and she watched him kill her husband Mm. um so she was dealing with that and she finally got to be like quote quote his friend to try to talk to him and be mm-hmm. like, you know, people are going to start looking for me. And he let her loose. And then, of course, he went to prison. Um, so it's just amazing that how they do it, how yeah. they do it. And they, I don't know how you just switch into survival mode. And I mean, I guess the only way I can explain is there's obviously higher powers involved to help yeah. you through that, because I just don't know if I could do that on my own, you know, through my own thought processes. You would feel to me, I, I'm weak and fragile. And I feel like I would just be like, just kill me yeah <laughs> you know I, I yeah. don't want to survive this anymore but yeah yeah you kick into survival mode and good for them these yeah. are rock star women they and they deserve like all these everything. shout outs yes. so that's why i wanted to do this i know it's a little darker but we said we would do you know you, the the goofy stuff but also the murder but i also wanted to do the um the shout out to our women that are survivors so yeah go woman power girl power girl power. Girl power so we'll lighten it up next week but thank you guys for listening and and we're thank back you, thank you to our survivors and we're back baby yeah we're back and ready to rock it rock it so yeah send us emails still we're still yeah. waiting on emails i think we've gotten like two yeah so again gsfr at or, is it gsfr podcast it is Fuck my life. I guess I forgot that part. <laughs> We've been gone for a hot minute. Okay. You guys know. Yeah. Listen to the old episodes. Yeah, just go back to the old ones, and those are the ones you should listen to. Uh, yeah, GSFR Podcast at yahoo.com. Uh, we're on Instagram at GSFR Podcast. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, just go there. Look Th- us up. Things are about to get real in season two. Spicy. Hot and spicy, yeah, baby. Filipino ricey. Yeah. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.